Welcome to Between Two Barrels Podcast, live from Legend Studios. Between Two Barrels is a weekly podcast highlighting some of the legends across the state of Tennessee. From Dolly Parton to the elusive Tennessee Wildman, from our head distiller to our legendary products and employees, this podcast will discuss spirits of all kinds here at Tennessee Legend Distillery. From country stars and cryptids to everything in between, we will talk about the life in a Tennessee distillery. Welcome back, all you legends, to another episode of the Between Two Barrels podcast. On behalf of Opie, who's feeling a little under the weather at the moment, so if either one of us sound a little nasally, there's a definitive reason why. Uh, Opie joining us uh, uh, from home, feeling a little under the weather, and of course, with it being the time of year that it is, my sinuses are wreaking havoc on me. Uh, so if either one of us are sounding a bit nasally today or over the course of a couple of episodes, uh, that is why. But we would love to welcome you to this week's episode of the Between Two Barrels podcast. Like I said, on behalf of Opie, I am Brian, and welcome to this week's episode. In this week's part one, as we mentioned uh, in last week's episode, we are changing up the format of Between Two Barrels to be a two-part series on Mondays, we'll be having our week in review from the previous week, including any interesting happenings and highlighted experiences with guests of the distillery for the week. And then we will also be sharing any distillery news as well as some of our favorite uses for some of the legendary spirits you can find here at TLD. And then on Tuesdays, we'll be highlighting our selected legend whether it be a tall tale or campfire story, celebrity, political figure, ghost, or cryptid. And it could also even be one of our legendary staff members that we choose to highlight on that given week. But before we waste too much time, let's go ahead and get into this week's recap. As I mentioned in the opener, fall is definitely in the air. Temps are dropping, leaves are changing, sinuses are flaring, illnesses are starting to run rampant this time of year. So please make sure to take any and all kinds of precautions for hopefully preventing that type of stuff as we are in the time of year to where a lot of people are gathering more together uh, to celebrate any and all kinds of fun fall festivities, including football games. We're not too far away from Halloween. Right around the corner will, of course, be Thanksgiving, and then Christmas will be here before you know it. Speaking of which... Um, one of the happenings, I guess you could say, that, that was one for me this week uh, is while my wife and I were out yesterday just trying to look for some fall decor, uh, trying to find some more Halloween-oriented uh, decorations, um, we were definitely a little shocked. I don't want to say shocked, but we're are dismayed in the fact that most of all of the, the prominent fall and Halloween decorations had already been pushed off to the side and, and good that I guess they were put into the, the, the discount racks and stuff like that, clearance racks, but it's not even Christmas or uh, uh, Halloween yet. 
and and we have got the stores are completely littered with Christmas decorations. Yeah, not even and, October yet. Yeah, not even the month of October, and and all of these different places have got Christmas decorations up. And for anybody that has been to Sevier County during the winter, you know that we have all kinds of decorations that are put up. And we mentioned this in one of the uh, earlier episodes of Between Two Barrels uh, about the amount of decorations that come up here. But they have already been feverishly working on getting those things installed. So that stuff starts getting put up in September, early September, as it were. And will stay up and and visible all the way through February, at this point now. Yeah. And they start taking it down in March. Yeah. So you've got March, April, May, June, July, August. So six months it's on, six months it's yeah. off. Yeah. Basically. And as we mentioned <laughs> well, in the previous episode, it's 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 not really advertised that that those beautiful lights are paid for by the locals. They're paid for by somebody. And yeah, yeah it's, and it's the local. If you're a local. Ground. Your electricity bill gets jacked during those six months, so other people can come see the pretty lights. Yeah. So uh, to to revive Tyler's uh, receipt keeping tour, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome to all the folks that come to this area. Um, Speaking of the folks that do come to the area, we are definitely thankful for all the people that do come to the Great Smoky Mountains, uh, Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, Cerebral, because we do know that you are the main source of income for the people around this area. A majority of the businesses that are in this place would not exist if that were not the case. And we are definitely one of those that fall into that category. And we have been working on, after quite some time, as you know, that uh, a lot of effort, uh, thought, and care goes into the developing of our different flavors. Well, we we take time with things around here. And one of the other things that we took time with was building a good following of people to our social media sites, which is, while it seems like it could be forever to some people, uh, just right to others, Um we feel falling right there in the middle uh, in the fact that we have just reached our 10,000 follower mark mm-hmm. on our initial Facebook page, which would be the Tennessee legend distillery Newport highway page. Um, finally hit that 10,000 follower mark. And since we did that, we have now merged the Winfield Dunn or Sevierville uh, Parkway pages and the Newport highway pages to form the new Sevier County page for Tennessee Legend Distillery. And since we have done that, this Friday, we are going to be giving away uh, a two-night stay at the Margaritaville Island Hotel, a swag pack for Tennessee Legend Distillery, as well as a $100 gift certificate to redeem for your choice of whatever it be, merch, alcohol, anything like that here at the distillery as part of that package, that winning package for us reaching that insane milestone for us. Um, You can also, or you will have also noticed that some of our other social media pages have changed up a little bit as well, uh, including the Instagram pages. There's just been a little informational changes as far as how those are named. 
uh, trying to make everything a bit more streamlined and cohesive for each one of the different social media platforms. So if you have not already, make sure and go on and check all of those out for not only Tennessee Legend Distillery, but make sure that you are also following the Legends Studios uh, Facebook page so that way you can get not only the information about Tennessee Legend Distillery itself, but you can also get some more information for the Coffee Top podcast, which is our weekly sports podcast that itself, too, will be broken down into two episodes per week. And soon to be joining us, the 30 and Nerdy podcast on the Legend Studios banner. So make sure that you are following us there. Now, not only... Do we have all of that stuff going on? It is definitely fall for all. Mm -hmm. And we are no different here. We are ready to kick off the fall season. As a matter of fact, as part of our uh, pumpkin spice release, yes, we here at Tennessee Legend Distillery have finally come to a point where we are going to release a pumpkin spice dairy liqueur. And the reason we have not yet is probably one that you can go ahead and guess. And it's just because our head distiller, Justin, was not satisfied mm. with the product that he was producing at that point in time. So he just continued on it, continued on it, worked at it, worked at it. Well, he has finally now got a, a flavor, a product that he is proud of and ready to release. So as part of that, we'll be having our first ever Tennessee Legend Distillery Fall Kickoff Fest, which this first one will be reserved for employees only just so we can try to get everything ironed out, get everything figured out, because this is something that we would are hoping that we can bring to uh, all of our guests and friends of the distillery for uh, years to come down the road. Yes. Um, but we are going to be including a, a cook-off, a chili and or barbecue cook-off with this, as well as a fall decoration contest, which our employees, uh, staff members here behind the bar, our production crew, anybody that wants to participate in it will be able to enter into all four uh, or enter into any category that we have, whether it be a cooking category or a decorating category. Uh, but of course, you're only going to be able to win one of those. Uh, but that's something, like I said, that we are trying to get the particulars ironed out for on this one. So that way next year we can bring it to everyone. Uh, next door over at the Gatlinburg Brewing Company, they have jumped onto the fall bandwagon as well, including the release of their Oktoberfest pizza, uh, sausage, sauerkraut, all the fun things that are, are remind you food-wise of Oktoberfest. Uh, beer cheese are all gathered together on a delicious pizza available over at Gatlinburg Brewing Company. And it is the time of year to where they like to do a lot of their um, stouts and dark beers and stuff like that, which gives us the opportunity to have some of the flavors uh, more so like the EpiPen, uh, the things that are, are are more dessert beers like the the chocolate peanut butter or the the apple pie, anything like that is, is what they're doing now. And then there are some great flavors over there to be had. So whenever you do come into town, make sure that you stop by next door at Gatlinburg Brewing Company or at the location actually in Gatlinburg to get yourself a uh, great beer and some great pizza or pretzels or whatever to go along with it. And with it being fall and football season on us, it's a great place to watch all your games. 
if if you're not going and you're looking for a great place to get pizza and beer whilst watching all the college games, they have multiple TVs. So they'll be showing multiple games all football season long. We couldn't get him to say a whole lot in his current state, but as soon as he had the opportunity to talk about some volunteer football, (laughs) that spirit just moved him and he's able to look past all that stuffiness and, and, and give us a little tidbit. Yes. During that. Thanks Opie for that reminder. Um, as we mentioned to begin with, uh, Opie is joining us from home uh, from this one because he is a little under the weather, mm-hmm. uh, but definitely coming in at the right moment with that bit of information. And he is not wrong, folks. Uh, they've got the TVs inside, so if the weather happens to be a little bit chilly for your likings, even though it feels fantastic for us uh, fluffy, <laughs> fluffy people, uh, as Mr. Iglesias uh, would say, um yeah it's definitely something to to be able to go check out uh also coming up this time of year is a fun time for people that love to visit the area to go to dollywood mm-hmm. and that the dollywood harvest days as well as the great pumpkin luminites are starting they started what would have been this past friday the 22nd of september and we'll be going through the 30th for the great pumpkin luminites and november 4th October 30th and then November 4th for the Dollywood Harvest Days. So one of my favorite times of year for the park. Uh, I haven't had the opportunity to get out there and see all the pumpkins and stuff lit up. Um, but uh, one of my favorite reasons to go is just because of the food. It's it's fair food to the nth degree. And I love me some fair food. And, and the, the crafters and stuff like that that you can find, the different food stands and everything all across the park from from the sausage and peppers and onions to the the skillet potatoes to the the uh different ciders and stuff like that that you can find the fried green tomatoes like it, the the spiral cut uh, uh potato chip uh, or deep fried oh, potato chip yeah. the 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 curly fries on a stick like all of these different things are just fantastic things that you're going to find as well as the different crafters themselves and Anytime you really go out to the park, it's it's beautifully decorated for whatever the appropriate season would be. It just gets amped up so much more during the fall and winter months there at Dollywood. So if you've not gotten the opportunity, make sure you get out there and check that out during that time of year. And if you're lucky enough, you might actually be able to be out at Dollywood while it snows at some point. And if you've not been able to experience that magic, that is something truly remarkable to behold. A couple of little notes for people that are going to be uh, visiting the area in the near future. Of course, this past weekend, we just had the F-100 Super Nationals Truck Show over at the Welcome Center here in Sevierville, right next to Soaky Mountain Water Park, which is just on top of the hill back behind the distillery. Um, While there were quite a few people in town for that, we really didn't get a whole lot of traffic off of it over here at the distillery. Not anything that that makes us like uh, another car show. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't need to speak too soon on that because this next weekend is the slammed enough car show. And that is, has become one of the bigger ones, but also does bring in town some of the less than desirable, uh, elements as yes. it were, uh, don't want to really get too deep into that, uh, and, and be, uh, uh, stereotypical or anything like that. Um, but yeah, uh, it is a bunch of uh, import 
and tuner cars uh, that have been slammed to the ground, uh, the stance cars, things like that. And, and there's a certain, uh, uh, Clientele. what was, what was the, the, the meme with the kid that had the, the monster energy drink and the backwards hat, yes. all that Kyle. stuff, was it the, the Kyle or whatever, yeah. or the, yeah. a chat or a the, Kyle. The, yeah, yeah, we, that's that's the the yeah. the type of people that that is automatically brought to the to to mind whenever you think about this type of car show, and it's it's not far from the truth. Um, and and while they do provide some some income to the area, uh, I don't think it's a situation where the the positives outweigh the negatives with that sort of stuff. I mean. No. I don't know if you remember this or not, but at one point in time, we used to have the uh, Nopi car yeah. show, yeah, which was whenever Fast and Furious and stuff like that first came out, yeah, and 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 this area had hundreds of thousands of dollars of damage done to it in different places as a result of that type of clientele coming into the area, yeah, and and this just seems to be like a a, a revision of that, and it's gonna. Take honestly, it's, it's, um, it's, it kind of, I don't want to say that a hundred percent of the clientele have no regard for other people or, you know, there's some, some good apples. Sure. Uh, right. But a vast majority of it that, yeah, they don't, you know, care as much about uh taking up parking places but not you know right patronizing that establishment but taking their parking um this is this like is one you of said, those running down their grass you know uh parking on grasses and and just destroying uh it it's and we don't want to come off as 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 judgmental but we we as locals have had some pretty negative run-ins with this clientele and it goes countywide like you can ask about anybody countywide yeah it just sucks it sucks that we have to think that way it's it's one of those situations where with this group you're not looking at like you said you're not looking at a a a few bad apples spoiling the bunch yeah it's like you've got the bunch spoiling the few good apples yes absolutely well before we get too far away and time gets too far away from us for this first episode uh, which we're doing fairly good on time uh, for this one in comparison uh, is that hopefully you can go ahead and get over this illness because you have a starring feature coming up yes uh, before too long uh, in Morristown for Encore Theater yes uh, Encore Theatrical is producing the musical Matilda based off of Roald Dahl's book and uh, somewhat based off the '90s movie as well. Uh, it's a lot more diff. It's a lot different than the '90s movie because uh, it's more based on the book um, in the aspect that everyone's. It takes place in England, uh, whereas that '90s movie with Danny DeVito it took place in America, and the only British character was Trunchbull. Uh, where the book, as well as this script, everybody's British. So, so you're gonna have to, to yes. brush up on your, on your get to play accent. with a British accent. I was cast as Miss Trunchbull um, because on the Broadway cast uh, to add that that layer of fear and 
domineering presence that the Trunchbull has, uh, they started casting men as the Trunchbull to kind of okay. that because they do the same thing on Broadway with uh, Ursula is usually a man uh, to add to that just gravelly, you know, just mean, angry, terrifying presence. A lot of Broadway shows have, have cast those parts, even if they're women, as guys. So I I went into it knowing that that was a part I was very interested in. And me and one of my best friends, Andrew, uh, were up for the part. Um, unfortunately, I, I got it, and he got the dad part, the Mr. Wormwood part, which is a hilarious part. He he's he's going to just he's going to kill that part. It's, it's going to be great. Uh, yeah, we perform the last weekend of October and the first weekend of November, so two weekends, and it'll be at Jeff County High School uh, in Jefferson uh, City. So if you're within driving distance of this and you enjoy theater, um, musical stuff like that, uh, you can check out uh, etcplays.org and uh, all the ticket information and more information about Encore can be found there. But I'm excited. Uh, we, we started rehearsals last week and it's a talented cast, very talented cast of kids and adults. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. It, it, it seems like more live theater now is hearkening back to the original Shakespearean days to where not necessarily men were playing all the parts, but there there's not as much of a uh, definitive gender assignment for the yeah. specific roles. Yeah. It's being left more open for uh, alternate interpretations mm-hmm. in that aspect. Kind of like so even could, back to the original days of Peter Pan. Uh, oh, Peter Pan character was always played by it's women. Always played by a girl. So yeah, it's just and, it's and just adds more it, fun to it to get to play around with with being this intimidating persona, but also like having to be a intimidating woman whilst being a guy. Right. So so I mean, are the is it a situation where you're playing it full fledged as a guy, or are you having to do? It's a, it's played as a so, girl. As a, just a, a, a former Olympian, bulky woman, terrifying. Okay, so you're gonna be, you are gonna be playing a Mrs., but it's just yes. a guy that's doing. It. It's just a guy. Okay, and the cool. reason they did that was to add that that extra layer of masculinity. Instead so of making the girl masculine, they cast right. it as the girl. Gotcha, gotcha. So it's a situation now where we're both going to be able to lay claim to fame of. Yes. Dressing in dragon and playing character. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. It will be my first time, so I'm looking. At least you, you. So, so as far as your as your uniform, because I can only assume that you're going to have to don the uniform at some point. Oh, I'm not the yeah. the the uh, gym. You know, yeah, uh, the you know the uniform. Yeah, the actual like uh, military style yes. uniform. Is yeah. is that going to be pants, or are you actually going to be in a skirt? Uh, it's it's going to be her typical skirt, like she wears in the movie, and in the Broadway show. So nylons and all. I don't know about my hair, I don't know about my legs, but I do know that I have to shave the beard. <laughs> so, and that I am I am I am pushing off as long as possible. Like I've told the director, like, look, I I hate my bare face, and I love my beard. So 
I will, I, the only time I've ever touched my hair or my beard was for either a movie or theater. Um, so that's kind of always been my unwritten rule. And I said, but I'm pushing it as far as I can. Like we're talking like tech week, like bottom, you know, okay, this is it, Tyler. I can't let you go any further with the beard. I was like, I want to go as long as possible. We gotta have lighting done perfectly. Yeah, we have to have all the tech aspects done before I shave. Get this. rid of it. <laughs> I love it. Just the fact it's like, I, I hey, it's I'm I'm a little attached. So yeah, yeah, I am. Um, but it's not going to be too bad. I mean, I'm sure you'll wind up catching a couple of jokes like you did whenever you did uh, the Hitchcock. Yeah, uh, where you had to shave down to the stash. Yeah, uh, it was. And I, I personally like. I know that there are people who, who can really pull off the just, just a mustache look. I am not one of those people. I, I don't look good with just a mustache. Yes, there, there are a few gooses about in the world. There are a few gooses in the world. We are mm-hmm. unfortunately not, not one of them. Yeah, I, I am not a, a, a Top Gun character. I don't look good with just a stash. So when I have not to, even, it's, it's not even Farva. In- and super troopers no i don't even look like farva like i look like keep this guy away from from me like he looks weird with just a month tell him to shave it just tell him to shave it right um if if one of my if one of my alternate universes actually does have just the pencil thin mustache yeah that's that's the one that i would think would probably go first in a horror movie yeah yeah like I like, look, yeah, that would I be... look like the guy in a horror movie when I'm just wearing a mustache that you want to die first. Like I, I look like the character you would hate in a movie. Uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Rush's character from the uh, the haunted the haunting yes. movie. Yes, the yeah. haunting, uh, haunting of Hill House or or no no uh, House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, whichever one it was. Yeah, that Jeffrey Rush. Yeah, was on. Uh, yeah. Which I, I think I, I might actually go through and. It's uh, I think I'm gonna actually go home and probably watch one or two of those today. You know, in all honesty, I I watched it not too long ago because it's my wife would always jokes that my uh my comfort movies or my comfort songs or my comfort anything is all like horror or devastation, like Twister, like Placid. House on Haunted Hill. You know, I'm like, well, you know, because they're going through a pretty tough time and it makes me feel better about my life. Like, at least I'm not being chased by a man. Right. And I certainly don't want to watch the news. Yeah, and I certainly don't want to watch the news. So my comfort stuff is all (laughs) horror and devastation because it makes me feel better about where I am in life. Um, And I did not know this until watching it weeks ago, but there's a sequel. To, to House on Haunted Hill. None of the original characters are in it. It takes place like a few months or a year or so after the original one with Jeffrey Rush in it. Okay. And it, so, it's bad. Oh, it's, it's terrible. I, I mean, the original because... Dr. Vanagut, the guy who played him in the first one, he's back. But other than that, so, it, it's, it's weird. So, at at the end of that movie is whenever the entire house gets like locked down, basically, right? Yes. Like it goes into the full lockdown. Yes. And so living characters going... in the first one are Tay Diggs and Allie Lauder's character, Sarah. Well, 
Sarah is in this movie, but it's not Allie Lauder playing her. And she dies like in the first five minutes of the movie. And it's about her sending her sister to take care of the house. Basically saying like, there's still, you've still got to stop the house. Like we survived the night, but Von, like Dr. Vanagant and all that, it's, it's all still going on. So it's like this whole new crew. And like, there's a, there's like this sub genre story this this underlying story of like they're trying to find a book or an idol piece that's locked within the 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 hospital and it's like okay so existed it was it's it's bad came out in 2007 didn't know it existed it is bad but i highly recommend i think everyone should see it (laughs) just because it's bad well i mean there's a lot of horror movies that that could be said about yeah definitely Uh, a good sequel not a good sequel and, and and that unfortunately, of course, plays into the the normal uh, mentality. Whenever it comes to sequels, or no yeah. sequels, are going to be able to to top what the original would be. And this is definitely one of those instances where that is the case. I mean, the definitely, production value is bad. The acting is bad. The story is bad. It's just, I was like, why did you do this? It, why did you think it was okay? The, the entertainment value is movie and make a sequel, right? You you've left on a, a, a good note to where yeah. it's like okay maybe not everything is taken care of there's definitely some some stuff that could could happen yeah but I think we would have been better off with the the what could have been instead yeah. of coming out and showing what did so absolutely um, before we run out of time for this part of the episode we just want to remind you uh, don't forget to follow us on social media there at legend studios you'll be able to find uh all those pages uh we're not too far from releasing the legend studios web page um we'll make sure and get all that information out through the legend studios facebook page as well as the tennessee legend distillery pages once that is live and is ready for you guys to be able to go check out um definitely a lot of fun stuff on there uh opie has been working his tail off trying to get a lot of this stuff taken care of uh, and everything ready to go on the website so you guys can keep up with us, uh, be able to keep up with each individual episodes. Um, you're going to be able to find a whole lot more in-depth information about any and all of the, the different multimedia outlets that Tennessee Legend Distillery has to offer, uh, not only through the Tennessee Legend Distillery sites as well as legend studios so make sure that you guys check that out once we do get all of that stuff done but we are definitely excited about part two of this week as we will be paying homage to the memphis born detroit raised the one and only queen of soul miss aretha franklin so we're gonna step away for today's episode and we will be joining you back tomorrow which would be Tuesday, the 26th of December, 2023, for our, what what is going to probably just be a slight skimming of the surface that yeah. is the life and times of Miss Aretha Franklin, because there's so much stuff that we could get into, but just to try to keep to our time limit format, uh, we're only going to be doing a light scratching of the surface of the life of Miss Aretha Franklin, but that is all for us for today we will see you in the next episode tomorrow absolutely cheers to you legends cheers to you 
Folks, once again, we'd like to thank you for joining us for another episode of Between Two Barrels. And if you aren't getting enough of that legendary content, make sure and head on over to TennesseeLegend.com where you can find links to all of our different locations as well as all of our different social media sites and our online swag shop. And until next time, stay legendary.